You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Yep, off and running on this Wednesday, September 7th. A little change in the music there to start the show for obvious reasons, which we will get into over the course of the next hour. Hey, you know what's an observation? Boy, did yesterday suck. Didn't it? Didn't just yesterday just suck? Some days suck. Yesterday was one of them. Gordon, each day is a gift. Yeah, well, yesterday was sweater socks. Some gifts suck, some days suck. So uh, it is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. Hot takes right off the top. Uh, wow, we've got a lot to unpack over the course of this next hour, this Wednesday edition, so let's get right into it. The number, of course, you know, 1-800-919-ESPN. Uh, I'm on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Damer. We've got a daily poll question. And let's, uh, let's start right with that. Simply put, Yankees go out there last night, lose the Rays 7-5. So the poll question, which is going up here uh, in uh, just a sec, is who's most responsible for last night's loss, right? Anytime that there's wins, well, that's all well and good. But as soon as there's any sort of uh, controversy or, uh, you know, any kind of negative thing, we got to figure out who's to blame. We got to start pointing fingers and associating blame with that person right off the top, right off the bat. So uh, I gave you four options for them. I'll get into those uh, in just a little bit. But uh, obviously the Yankees are the major story today. And um, in case you missed it, Yankees lost the Rays last night, as I said, 7-5. So the series now against Tampa is tied at a game apiece. And suddenly the good feelings surrounding the team, right? You go out every day, you, you pound home runs, you win every game in blowouts. That has gone out the window. That, is, that went by very, very quickly. And most of the focus on last night and today throughout the shows all day long is going to be on the Yankees' decision to start Davey Garcia for one inning and then turn to Jay Happ for the second inning. So let's hear from Aaron Boone on the decision which was made before the game. This was not something that they saw in Davey Garcia. This was their idea before the game go with an opener, and then turn to Jay Happ in the second inning. Here is Aaron Boone. Just because they're so good at, you know, their roster's built to take advantage of the platoon the platoon advantage. So, you know, felt like, you know, I was going to go to Jay pretty early and aggressively, uh, you know, as long as they went with the, the heavy lefty lineup, and that was the reason. Okay, let's get this out of the way right, right off the top, right? That decision... If you, if, you, if you hate it, if you, you want to get your pitchfork and your torch out, that decision was not Aaron Boone's decision. I mean, I brought this up before. When criticizing Aaron Boone, it's kind of tough sometimes because it's tough to know what is exactly his call, what's the front office, what percentage is each decision. You know, it's a collaborative process. That one last night, 100%. Not his call. Does anyone think Aaron Boone came up with it? You know what I'm going to do tonight? No. No shot. Zero. I don't even think the dude makes the lineup. He certainly doesn't decide to rest this guy or that guy, so stop it. If you're going to call up at 1-800-919-ESPN and crush Aaron Boone for that, well, simply either A, you don't know what you ta- you're talking about, or you just hate Aaron Boone. You just hate Aaron Boone. So that's the first thing right off the bat. 
So our poll question, which is up for today on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, is all about, um, you know, who do you blame most for last night? And I gave you four options. Aaron Boone slash Brian Cashman. That's the one. That's the first one. Those two guys together. I would like to have been able to break it up even further, but you can only go with four, and there were more than enough culprits for last night. So uh, you can, if you're voting on that one and you're voting Aaron Boone, well, then you're, you're just simply wrong. I don't know what to tell you. In this day and age, everybody's allowed to have your, your own opinion, but you are allowed to be wrong, too, and, and you're simply wrong. That is a Brian Cashman slash front office decision, not on Aaron Boone. Secondly, People are making it out like the decision was some sort of revolutionary thing, like they've never seen an opener before. They've never even heard of the concept. It was like they had a time machine, and they went back into the 1920s, and somehow they brought an iPad with them, and they were showing the people of the 1920s what an iPad technology. Oh, my God. What a – oh, my – it's an opener. The Yankees used an opener last night. You get somebody to pitch the first inning. The team sets their lineup, right? It's either lefty or righty dominant. And then after that first inning, you allow somebody to get through that first inning. And then the real pitcher that you wanted to use, then you use that guy in the second inning. Usually somebody that has a statistical edge to pitch against the lineup that you want. You're kind of forcing the other team's hand because you're starting one guy. They don't necessarily know that you're going to switch in the second inning. I need this explained to me. You need it explained to you. I I just explained it to you. And you shouldn't need anybody to explain it to you because this has been going on in baseball for the last two, three years. I can't understand why they were. Well, I just explained to you why they did it. The Rays had five left-handed hitters in their lineup last night because they thought Davey Garcia was going to be the game two starter. He pitched one inning, and then they went to Jay Happ, who's a lefty. His numbers are better, as you would expect, right? His numbers against lefties are better than righties. Not overwhelming. Not overwhelming. But they are better against righties than they are against lefties. So that's the reason why they did it. So the strategy itself, the idea of using an opener, is not the issue. The problem is the execution. And here's the little secret that probably will be lost all day on the decision. You did all this for Jay Happ, and Jay Happ stunk. That's the problem. The problem with the decision was all of this was built up for Jay Happ, who was terrible. So if you want, on the poll question today, to vote for Jay Happ, I I certainly can't uh, have a problem with that because he was terrible. This whole strategy works fine if Jay Happ comes in and pitches like he did down the stretch of the season. But unfortunately, he pitched like the Jay Happ we've seen at other times, prone to the home run in a ballpark where it's like it's like a launching pad. Forget about Yankee Stadium, Petco Park. Oh, my God. So that was the problem with it. The problem was you did all this for Jay Happ, and he stunk. It has, ze- it has zero. Let me stress this. Zero to do with him being used to starting games. I saw some people saying this. Well, you know what? He's a starting pitcher. He's used to starting games. He came in in the second inning. You're getting him out of what he usually... I mean, stop with the delicate genius act, right? Like, oh my God, he's so finely tuned that pitching in the second inning is so much different than pitching in the first... Stop. If the Yankees had brought him in 
with runners on base in the second inning, right? They allow Davey Garcia to go out there. He walks a couple of guys, and then they say, you know what, let's go get you hat. If you're saying if that would have been what happened, okay, fine. That's a more fair criticism of the plan moving forward. But tell me what exactly is different for Jay Happ coming in in the second inning as opposed to the first inning. Because he looks back at the scoreboard and it says set number two when he's pitching as opposed to, oh my God, these conditions, I can't operate like this. I'm a delicate genius. No. It has nothing to do with him used to being starting games. If he came in in the first, he probably would have sucked for another inning. He was terrible. He gave up four runs in two and two-thirds innings. And while I guess he did an okay, I don't know, I'd have to take a look at the individual split, you know, uh, against the lefties. The problem was he gave up two home runs to righties. <laughs> it wasn't like they had nine guys who were left-handed batters. Zanino and uh, who was the other? Margot, they both hit home runs off of them. So that's the problem I have with this whole plan is that you did it for, for Jay Happ. This is the fourth time he's pitched for you in the postseason. He's gone now a combined eight and a third innings, and he's given up 10 runs. And he also gives up home runs. So that's the problem. The problem is not when Jay Happ pitched. It's that he pitched and how he pitched. And not even really that he pitched because he was going to have to pitch at some point. That's the problem. So when they announced that Davey Garcia was going to start game two, I thought, okay, right, you put Davey Garcia there because if you're in a do-or-die game four, I guess you want to have a little bit more of the, the veteran in that spot, right, who's been through the wars, and, and maybe it's an all-hands-on-deck game at that point. So if Jay Happ is bad, right. The problem is, is now you went to Davey. And that's another thing. People, oh, now you burned Davey Garcia. No, you didn't. You used him for one inning. He's going to pitch game four. Now, look, if the Yankees are down 2-1, I don't really think they have many other options, but I think that, that yeah, he's going to pitch game four. Another thing. Let's not get carried away with Dave. Oh, they should have just left Garcia in. I agree. They should have left Gar- Garcia in. But it wasn't like he was lights out either. It wasn't like he went 1-2-3 in the first. He, pit- he, had thro- he had thrown 27 pitches, and he gave up a run too. So last night is not on Boone. And it's not really even on the decision per se. It's on the players. It's on the players. It's on Jay Happ. The Yankee pitching outside of, I guess, what, Holder and Nick Nelson. The other guy stunk too. Sometimes it's okay to blame the actual players. It's not on Aaron Boone. It's not on uh, Brian Cashman. It's not on analytics. It's not on any of that stuff. It's about the players performing in the spot and the opportunity they gave. So if I had a vote in the poll question for today, I can understand you saying Jay Happ. And C.B. Buckner, the umpire behind the plate last night, was uh, terrible. I mean, he was awful. But if you really want who I think is the culprit, the main culprit, the main one responsible, it was the Yankee offense. Even with a deficit of seven runs, they had many opportunities. And did not, excuse me, excuse me, we give John Carlos Stanton a pardon, right? He, he's free. He's, he's not in the blame game here in terms of the lineup. He was great. The Yankees scored five runs. He was responsible for four of them. The rest of them had one run. Stanton had two hits. The rest of the Yankees had three. Stanton struck out once. The rest of them struck out 17 times. 
So what the hell are we talking about? Even as bad as Jay Happ was, the game was still a game. Even as bad as drawing up a strategy to get to Jay Happ, it was 5-4 heading to the fifth. It was 6-4 heading to the sixth. That's still within striking distance. So when you take a look at when the game was decided, late, first and second, nobody out, seventh inning. Okay, got to get one here. You got to get where I, I think it was 7-4 at that point. Got to get one there. What did the Yankees get? Bupkis. First and second, nobody out. Sanchez strikes out. LeMahieu strikes out. Judge strikes out. Ninth inning, first and second, nobody out. Even at 7-4, even as bad as things have gone, even as bad as Jay Happ was, even as much you hate the decision. First and second, nobody out against uh, Douglas Fairbanks. I don't even know what Fairbanks' first name is. And a guy who looked like, and maybe it's just his face, looked kind of shell-shocked on the mound, right? I mean, he looked like, do you see what he was looking like? He was like, ooh, ooh. Looked like he was hyperventilating. And Frazier, who I love, had a terrible at-bat, struck out again. Sanchez, another strikeout for him. LeMayhew, he comes through with a base hit, thank God, but then Judge grounds out. I mean, that that's who it's on. It's on the lineup. The Yankees' biggest weapon, their, their most overpowering advantage in the series is their lineup. The Rays' lineup is just okay. It's all right. It's not great, but they, they play sharp. They play crisp. They, they go first to third. They take an extra base. They steal base. Oh, those are great. that's great. But the big overwhelming advantage the Yankees have is in their lineup. And the lineup did not perform. It's on the players sometimes. It's okay. You don't always have to blame Aaron Boone. You don't always have to blame Brian Cashman, and you don't always have to blame the analytics. Oh, my God. If I hear one more per, well, you know, this is the eggheads. This is the brains behind the scenes. It's not on that. It's on J-Hap, and it's on the lineup, with the exception of Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, sucky day yesterday, you know. I got done with my run. I actually went for a run. I was exhausted because the game went so late. But, you know, sometimes you got to get out. you got to exercise. It was a beautiful day yesterday. It's going to be beautiful again today. And these, you know, three weeks from now, when the sun's going down at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and it's 50 degrees every single day, you'll, you'll wish you'd t- taken advantage. So I get done with my run yesterday. I'm feeling good about myself. And then I uh, made the mistake of checking Twitter and I saw that Eddie Van Halen died. Oh, you know, I, and I'm not somebody who gets impacted by celebrity a lot. I don't really uh, get caught up in all that. But, you know, every guy around my age, if you grew up in the 80s and you were a fan of, you know, rock music, Eddie Van Halen was uh, one of your guys. 1984, right? When that Hot for Teacher video first uh, debuted, as I uh, mentioned on Twitter yesterday, it was like giving uh, cavemen iPhones. Went, Whoa, what is this? And the two tidbits that I uh, tweeted out yesterday was one, nobody sounded like that. I guess nowadays people sound, you know, you can do anything with computers and everything else, but he was so revolutionary and so different that when he they first started playing shows in like the 70s, that David Lee Roth actually suggested to him that he turn his back onto the audience so that they couldn't see what he was doing with the guitar. And I, uh, I would, uh, if I had a time machine, I'd like to go back to uh, 1984 and the people who uh, back then, not many of them, but the people back then who told me that Ingve Malmsteen was a better guitarist than Eddie Van Halen. I uh, didn't believe it then, and I won't believe it now. So all those Ingve Malmsteen fans, uh, they can go uh, go scratch after yesterday. But uh, that was the one tidbit, and then the other one was the uh, the opening riff to beat it. 
That's obviously uh, Eddie Van Halen, right? And he did that in one take, and he did it for free. That David Lee Roth didn't want him uh, collaborating with uh, Michael Jackson, and he did it anyway. And I, what I found out yesterday was that he actually he actually uh, rearranged the song behind Michael Jackson's back. And Michael Jackson had to do like some spoken word album, so he left the studio, and, and Quincy Jones and, and Eddie Van Halen were there, and they kind of rearranged the song. So uh, very sad to see that uh, Eddie Van Halen passes away at uh, 65, which is way, way too young. It's, you know, it's crazy to me. There's Keith Richards still rolling along. No, I mean, just no problems, no issues. Ozzy Osbourne rolling along. I mean, it's crazy. All right, and then the Yankee game started, and then it really went downhill. All right, 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Poll question today up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, and it is um, about uh, who's to blame, because that's what it's about, right? Let's find out who to blame. And already the Aaron Boone slash Brian Cashman contingent is uh, running strong, and I'm almost certainly that they will uh, will win today. Uh, but the other options, J-Hap, C.B. Buckner, who was the home plate umpire last night and who was god-awful, or uh, D, the lineup. Those are your four options, and it's up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. So, look, good news, uh, the Yankees lost. And that's good news. Why would you say that's good news? Well, it's good news for a lot of people. It's good news for anyone who's not a Yankee fan, right? If you're not a Yankee fan, you probably hate the Yankees, Mets fans, Red Sox fans. But it's also good news for the Yankee fan who loves to complain. And there is a good specific, you know, number of people who just love to complain about very specific things. So as I mentioned in the open, last night's loss is not on analytics. Anytime they lose, people have all the, they're too analytically based. Oh, the nerds, the brains. You just lost to the Rays. Is there any team in sports anywhere who's more invested in analytics than them? And the reason why they are invested in analytics is it clearly works. That's why they use them. If they didn't, if they didn't work, they wouldn't use them. How dare you use an opener? The Rays, they use openers all the time. They've been successful because of it. But any time that there's like this little anything, there's nothing that's a hundred percent. So anytime like you get you see a base hit because of the shift, ah, see that stupid shift. What about the 9 billion times the shift works? Look, I get you don't have to like it, but at least have another reason than I don't like math. That's a stupid – you sound ridiculous by saying that. Look at the teams in the playoffs. Look at the teams in the playoffs right now. Not two years ago, not three years ago, not under specific circumstances. The Rays, the Yankees, the Astros, the Dodgers, the A's. I mean, basically everybody but the Marlins. So if you don't want if you want to complain about the analytics or the brains behind the scenes, okay, fine. But it's about the guys performing, the guys that you select. And I get it. I didn't like the decision at the time because its whole decision is based on getting Jay Happ into the game. It's not like some secret weapon, some guy that came up at the end of the year that the Rays had not seen before, who has these crazy splits. It's Jay Happ. Everybody's seen Jay Happ. But I'm waiting for the call. Well, you know what? You can't rely on those home runs. The Rays hit, what, four home runs last night. Everybody's hitting home runs. The Yankees didn't, except for Giancarlo Stanton. So that's that's where it's at. Uh, in terms of the uh, the umpire last night, C.B. Buckner, as I said, he was awful. Uh, it, it, but that's not the reason you lost. For all the talk about the problem with the Yankee strategy, you know, like people will bring up all the time, well, you know, the home runs, 
the power. You can't rely on that. Maybe the real issue is, is that the Yankees know the strike zone better. And their approach is, is of owning the strike zone, not going outside of the strike zone at all, dominating the strikes, right? Savages in the box. That's what it's about. It's about knowing the strike zone better than anybody. The problem is, is that the umpires are the ones who actually call the balls and strikes, and they don't have as good a, a knowledge of the strike zone. So the Yankees sometimes don't protect when they probably should, and it changes at bats. C.B. Buckner changed some at bats last night as a result of his awful strike zone. Glaber Torres did end up walking in that one, but I mean, they, they, he had a pitch that was, you know, a foot outside. The judge at bats changed. So the umpire's not the reason the Yankees lost last night, but the umpire was terrible. So two things can both be true. The umpire was terrible, but uh, that's not the reason why they lost. And uh, t- uh, look, I know that people, uh, this is probably going to be sacrilege bringing this up, but what the hell were Brian Anderson and Ron Darling talking about last night? I know people love, oh, they love them, Ron Darling. What the hell are you talking about? They avoided any mention of the strike zone. I get that they work for Major League Baseball, but you have Ron Darling. Oh, good job by uh, Glass now. He, uh, really great pitch there. Ron, I can see that the pitch is outside. This is not the radio. I can see it. I have eyes. So it's only a good pitch because the umpire is bad. That's the only reason. All right. 1-800-919-ESPN. 1-800-919-3776. Let's get some phone calls involved. I'm sure people are very, very happy this morning. Let's go to Eli in Queens. Eli. Uh, there we go. Know, hey, how's it going? Uh, good. You know who I'm playing? Because, tell you the truth, that guy, Aaron Boone, man, what the Yankees should do is like... Why are you blaming Aaron Boone? Eli, why are you blaming... Do you realize that the decision was not made by Aaron Boone? All right, fine. You know what? Fire the, the, the dorks that... that that run the numbers and hire the ones to the race. Because they're doing, obviously, they're doing a better job. Because to bring eight half out of the, it makes no sense. You bring in your worst pitcher that, of the season. No, he wasn't their worst pitcher of the season. Well, anyway. If they would have been in Jordan Montgomery, that would have been a worse pitcher. Jay Happ actually pitched well down the stretch of the season, and you're going to need Jay Happ at some point anyway. Right. And what happened last last playoffs? The last playoffs, Jay no, Happ and down. Right. Also. No, I agree with you. Jay Happ is not good. Give the kid a chance. They haven't even seen this kid that much. He's a rookie. No, he's going to pitch game four. Yeah. And that's we'll who's going to pitch game four. I don't know. This, that, that opener thing was, was just a clown show. I thought they should have went with the it's a, it's, Eli, it works all the time. It, it depends on how the guy pitches. The fact that I get it. I don't like doing it because you're doing it to get to Jay Happ. But the idea that, oh, my God, this, this re- it was not some revolutionary thing. We've seen openers countless times. The Rays use them all the time. So the strategy itself of using someone for an inning and then bringing in someone else is not some thing from outside the box. It, 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 we've seen it a billion times, and it works. The problem is, is you did it for Jay Happ. That's the stupid part of it. Yeah, so that's, that's the thing that I agree with you with. Because if you want to bring anybody else to, to, to continue, I would have been all right with it. But but half out of all people, when he last last playoffs, he did it to you, uh, and now he's doing it to you again. And then he's, the thing with Boone is that he waits too long to start a, a pitcher in the bullpen. Like, he doesn't stop the bleeding. 
Yeah, no, I mean, he, he's been slow at the switch. But look, I mean, in terms of, you know, the, the, and we're going to have to hear from Jay Happ and Eli, thanks for the call. Uh, the If they had started Jay Happ, you know, they, they allow the second inning to start, Davey Garcia goes out there, pitches. I mean, that's another problem. You know, for all this love that we're now going to throw Davey Garcia, he gave up a run in the first inning, too. And he threw about 30 pitches in that first inning. I don't remember what the, the exact total was, 27, 28 pitches in the first inning. So it wasn't like he was dominating and all of a sudden they decided to break him up. He gave up a run in the first inning, too. So th- let's not get too uh, carried away with the Davey Garcia love. He'll get the start in Game 4. I would be shocked if he doesn't. The only problem is, is that Game 4... You know, it might be a type of situation where you're looking down 2-1. That's the problem. That's going to depend on how Tanaka performs tonight. It, the strategy is only as good as the people performing the stra- you know, the, the people that you call on. And I, I don't like going to Jay Happ because – but Jay Happ was going to pitch in the series at some point. He was either last night in Game 2 or in Game 4. He's going to pitch at some point. He was there outside. You know, Tanaka was definitely going to start game three. And that's not go there either. Like if Tanaka all of a sudden goes out tonight and is not good or whatever. Oh, well, he should have started game two. No, I like the idea. That's the smart decision to give him a little extra rest, especially given how he is on extra rest. And the fact that that the, the, the game two against the Indians was a wacky thing with the rain delay. So give him a little bit more. No, that's all fine. That's all fine. Uh, let's go out to Joe in the Bronx. Joe. Joe? It's Neil Gordon. Good morning. Hey, Neil. What's going on? All right. Hey, Gordon. Um, I agree with you 100%, but it's not like the Rays was blowing the Yankees out. I mean, I understand you, you, you being hard on Hap, and Hap did give up home runs, but like I said, the Rays weren't blowing the Yankees out. The Yankees lineup had a lot of opportunities to yep. win this game. So Absolutely. I, I, That's I what it's mostly the lineup on. More than anything else. And, and the strikeouts are starting to haunt the Yankees again. Well, I mean, I think a lot of that last night was the umpire. The uh, the home plate umpire was expanding the zone. So, you know, you get into situations where it's either sw- it's either going to be called a strike or you're going to swing at it and miss it, right? Like it's a, it's six inches off the off the plate and you have to either swing or it's going to be a strike. It's going to be a strike either way. So I think that that kind of played into it. And Tyler Glass now is a very good pitcher. I don't think he was, you know, people were, uh, the, the broadcast last night, they were touting it. He gave up four runs in five innings. Uh, the, how would a sign for that? If I told you before the game, Tyler Glass now is going to go out there and strike out 12 guys, but he's going he's gonna to give up four runs in five innings, I think most people would have signed for that. But no, I, I agree with you. The, the primary culprit last night, as it's been, you, you know, year after year at this point, was the bats. The Yankees have to go out there. When they have opportunities late, seventh inning, ninth inning, couple of runners on, nobody out, you got to get more than one run in those two situations. Yeah, they had a lot of opportunities, but like I, like you were right, where they they blew it, the lineup blew it for them. Absolutely, Joe. Thanks for the call. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. And you're right. You know what? I maybe I am coming down. It wasn't like Jay Happ went out there and gave up five runs in an inning. He wasn't given the opportunity to do that, but. Let's hear from Jay Happ coming up because I think that his attitude after the game is what's souring me a little bit on him as well. It's on him to perform. It doesn't matter when he comes in. And again, if it had been some strange situation, right? Runners are first and third, one out, and they're calling on Jay Happ, a guy who's not used to relieving. He's coming in in the middle of the inning. You explain to me how coming in at the start of the second inning is that much different than coming in to start the game. It's on Jay Happ to pitch better. 
It's not about when he came in or the opener or he preferred to start. Or he liked it. It's ridiculous. He stunk last night, and he had to pitch better. That's the problem. That's a problem. 1-1, and another fastball, and it's crushed. Stanton has hit it a mile to left field, way up beyond the second deck. Dan Shulman, the call, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Game two last night, Yankees lose to the Rays 7-5. Stanton, his second home run, which was estimated at, what, 480 feet, they said? I'm sorry, that looked uh, that does not pass the smell test there. That had to be, had to be. If you said 580. If you said 700, I would have believed that. If I if we gave you four multiple choice answers, right? And one of them was 480, one of them was 500, one of them was uh, 550 and the other was a billion. I think that you would have probably went with the first the, the last three before you would have went with the 480. So I don't know that that necessarily was an accurate judging. But and it really if one of the announcers, either Dan Shulman or Brian Anderson on TBS, had cursed while that when that ball was hit, if they would have went, holy beep, I think we would have all felt justified. I think that we would all been like, you know what, you got to got to give the guy a pass. You see what that ball ended up. I mean, it was crazy, crazy home run. And uh, this is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Usually today, Wednesday, we do headlines. Not today. We'll push it off probably until tomorrow. We'll see how the uh, game goes tonight. Might push it off until Friday. And, of course, we'll have the game tonight. Different start time tonight. 7 o'clock tonight. So they're moving up an hour. So, of course, we'll have the game right here, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Uh, before we get back to the calls, 1-800-919-ESPN, I did want to just point out, Giancarlo Stanton, has been fantastic. He has been better than you would expect, better than you could ask for, which are two different things, right? Better than you expect. That wouldn't have been hard considering the last couple of postseasons. Better than you can ask for, basically hitting home runs every single game. Not basically, doing home runs every single game and two yesterday. Fantastic. All kudos to him. And I will be, the, I will be out there as uh, the public face of it if it, if it need be. I was not a fan of the move for Giancarlo Stanton. I'll stand by that. I'll own it. But now that he is performing finally in the postseason, there I don't know, maybe it's just Twitter and the world of Twitter, but there's like this movement of, see, where are all the doubters now? Well, I'm sitting right here. And the reason why I can say that I'm sitting right here is because up until this point, he's been bad in the postseason. Right? Do we? Do we? Does does all that go out the window now because he's hit four home runs in uh, in these games and he's homered in every game here? Do we forget all about that now? You don't get a break really until you win. Now it's great that he's performing like this, and I think if the Yankees were to lose the next couple of games and we we you know ran down the list of people to blame and point fingers at, he's not going to get many point, fingers pointed at him because he's been fantastic. But the last couple of years, he's not out of 212 possible games, he's played 41 the last two years. And in the playoffs, for the Yankees, he's been bad. Up until this year, he was hitting 230 with 12 strikeouts in 10 games. He has not been good, and he's been bad in big spots. So, what were we supposed to throw him a parade? We love you anyway, Giancarlo. Meet him at the airport? I, I don't get it. You perform, we cheer, you stink, we don't like that. I mean, what are we talking about here? This, this, and it happens with, uh, with, with Sanchez as well when he hits a home run. Ah, see all you Gary haters. Well, we don't like when he strikes out three times in a game, including big spots at the end of the game. 
Now, if he performs, in the, I'm not saying we're going to cut him. I'm not saying we have to move on from him. But we like it when he performs, and when he doesn't perform, we don't like that. So that's how we base the cheers. That's the game. <laughs> I didn't make the rules. Just following them. All right, 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. You know what? Let's play a little J-Hap. But, Brian, you have some J-Hap. And, uh, obviously, he's a major focus today after coming in in the second inning. And for me, I, I didn't necessarily like the move based on that. It's not so much that Davey Garcia was pitching great or that I have a problem using an opener. That's actually not a terrible strategy. The problem is, is the strategy was designed to get Jay Happ in the game, and Jay Happ was terrible last night. So it's on Jay Happ to pitch better. But here's Jay Happ after the game. I guess we'll play the one with Meredith first. He kind of has a little back and forth with uh, Meredith Barakovitz of uh, yes. So here's uh, Jay Happ. Hey, Jay, you were warming already in that first inning. Did they tell you coming into it when a certain guy gets to the plate you would be in the game? Yes. Were you at all surprised by the approach that they were taking with Davey as the opener and you following? Uh, yeah, I was initially. What did they explain to you as to why they thought that was the best approach? I'll let Aaron talk about that. Okay, so uh, let Aaron take the heat for that, even though Jay Happ pitched terribly when he did come in. Like, are we ex- so or let me get this straight. I just want to be clear because sometimes, you know, my brain doesn't work that well. Are we to believe now that if Jay Happ would have come in in the first inning, he would have been fine? That's what we're to believe? With more righty bats in the lot, you'd have to think, right, that they probably would have made a couple of switches or at least one. And I can look at two guys in the, in the lineup that were righties that both hit home runs against him. All right, so here's more Jay Happ uh, said he told the Yankees and Aaron Boone. I don't know why he told Aaron Boone. He has nothing to do with it. Uh, he would have preferred to start the game. Here's Jay Happ. All things equal, yes. Having said that, and this is important, I want to repeat. When I'm in there, you got 100% of me. So I gave it what I had. Um, I wasn't worried about when I was coming in at the time. I wasn't. I was trying to focus and trying to execute and, and trying to pitch. Did you express that to Aaron or whoever when they presented this plan to you? They, yeah, they know how I felt about it. But ultimately, I, I pitch. When I pitch, you got me. There was no hesitation and no dwelling on what was going on. I was focused and trying to perform. I wish I would have done a better job. Yes, so we all do. It's almost like he's saying, well, this is not an excuse, but let me tell you why there's excuses here. Here's Jay Happ. Do you think it, you were put in a position to succeed? That's not an answer for me. That's not a question for me to answer. Um, again, when I'm out there, I'm, I'm trying to do the best I can. That's what I tried to do tonight. Well, look, you can have a problem with the strategy, as I, as I pointed out, and most people do. He was put in position to succeed. They tried to give him a, a, a boost by bringing in a different pitcher to start the game so that the, the, the Rays would have more lefty bats in the lineup. And uh, the problem is that Jay Happ didn't pitch well. It didn't matter how many guys were in the lineup that were lefty or righty or this one or that one, if it's the second inning, the fifth inning, the first inning. He stunk. That's what it comes down to. What, what more is there to say? Uh, let's get a couple more calls in. 1-800-919-ESPN. Uh, John is in Valley Stream. John, what's going on, man? What's up, Gordon? Good morning. I'd rather get a root canal than listen to Jay Happ uh, in an interview. Um, real quick, like, this kid, I mean, the second battle was up, and, and they had Happ throwing in the, in the bullpen. Like, I would much rather 
and let this kid Garcia, who I thought was really cool and collected, even after he gave up the home run, go three or four innings and see what he had, rather than put pressure on him and, and have that warming up. No one is, I just don't get the, you know, I'm, I'm not a big analytics guy, but I just don't get that whole, that whole setup. Like, let the kid go. He's 21, but he looked very calm and composed, even after he's thrown a bunch of pitches. And I, I, just, I just don't understand. And now they're going to start him in, in game four. It's going to be like a, a, the same thing, almost like a gerbil wheel. Where you're going to pitch him one inning and bring another guy in. Like, I, I think it would be great if we could see this kid go three or four solid innings, get out of some jams. Even if he doesn't get out of jams, at least we see what he has on the mound and with his command. I just wanted to get on that. Thanks for taking my call, buddy. Well, look, John, I would have, I would have preferred to just start Davey Garcia and let him go. Uh, we do have to factor in he pitched one inning and he gave up one run. It wasn't like he was – I think you'd have a stronger argument. I'd have a stronger argument as well if he went out there and went one, two, three in the first inning, but that was not the case. And I would prefer to have Davey Garcia pitch than Jay Happ. So I agree with you all on that. I, I think that most of the criticism, though – is this idea of the opener, which some people are now portraying as this revolutionary thing that they've never heard of before. Well, why would you start this guy one inning and then another guy comes in? No, we've seen this happen a thousand times before. So the strategy itself is not the, the issue. The, the, stra- the, 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 the issue is the people that you drew up the strategy for. Now, again, Jay Happ was going to pitch some point in the series, so at least now that he's out of the way in Game 2, maybe that's a good thing. Now you don't have to worry about him in Game 4. You get Tanaka to go tonight, and no matter how he pitches, it's either 2-1 Yankees or 2-1 Rays, and then Game 4, you're going to go back to Davey Garcia. And then if assuming somehow you get to a Game 5, I would think at this point it would probably be you probably go back to Garrett Cole, but Game 5 is a long way off. 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. Let's, uh, can we get an Eddie? Eddie in Brooklyn. Eddie, go, my man. Hey, good morning, Gordon. How you doing this morning? Um, I'm good, man. What's um, up? I'd like, to say, I'd like to say good morning to all my fellow workers out there. Listen, you know what's crazy about fans? When things work, we all happy about it. When it don't work, they act like right. the coaches, exactly. the analytics people are the worst. You know, like, if, if they could get everything right all the time, they would really be expert, and then they would never lose game, you know? So I don't, I don't understand the fans. You know, they, they're just like, they want something to criticize about. That's all it's really about, you know. It's, a, it's about performing when you get the opportunity. So we can go with the numbers. We can go with this decision or that decision. If Jay Happ went out there last night and pitched like he did down the stretch of the season, uh, no one would have a problem. Wow, what a great move, smart move, this thing, that thing. He pitched terribly. So now it somehow is not on Jay Happ for pitching terribly. It's on Aaron Boone for me. Like Aaron Boone had anything. I mean, come on, that that's the the, the biggest joke. How would how can Aaron Boone do this? Uh, well, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. It wasn't anything to do with Aaron Boone. It was the front office, and it, I get it that a lot of times it's nameless people behind the scenes that uh, are you know working on the analytics side of things. They tried to give it a, 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 a an advantage. They looked to see if they could you know find something to give themselves a small advantage. Problem is, Jay Happ pitched like crap. There you go. Look at that. I'm like a poet. Jay Happ pitched like crap. To recap, there's too much to recap, so let's sum up. The Yankees lost the Rays last night 7-5, so that series is tied at a game apiece. We'll have game three tonight right here, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Different start time tonight. It's not at 8 o'clock. It's at 7 o'clock. 
So if the Yankees do use an opener tonight, they might want to inform the pitchers that the game starts at 7. This way they're ready. They have their mind. No, there's not going to be an opener tonight because uh, Masahiro Tanaka is going to pitch tonight. And hopefully he pitches well. And I'll say this now, and I'm not going to change my mind later. It's based on the information that I have right now. I think that that was the right call to start him in Game 3. Game 3 is a swing game. I like getting him a little extra rest, especially after the weirdness of uh, Game 2 against the Indians. But much, much, most of the focus this morning has been, much of the focus has been on last night. The Yankees losing the Game 7-5. And most of the focus has been on the decision to have Davey Garcia start the game, pitch for one inning, and then turn to Jay Happ. And that decision, there's no other way to say it, did not work out. But let's get this out of the way, as we mentioned earlier. And certainly you're free to disagree at 1-800-919-ESPN. That decision was not Aaron Boone's decision. I saw so many people last night tweeting and talking about, well, Aaron Boone, how does he do? Well, it's not. It's not Aaron Boone. The guy doesn't make out the lineup. It's a collaborative process, and there's zero chance. Zero Listen to Michael K. Michael K. tweeted it during the game. This was not on Aaron Boone. He's not making the call on this. This is the front office. This is the analytics department saying, this is what we want to do. And Aaron Boone is the point man who has to answer the questions about it. But no, that's not an Aaron Boone decision. Secondly, the decision of having an opener, that's what it is. That's what they did last night. The Yankees used Davey Garcia as an opener, and then they used Jay Happ. That decision is not some revolutionary thing that we've never heard of before. How, I need this explained to me. You, you need it explained to you. It's been happening in baseball on a regular basis for like the last three years. I can't understand it. Well, what's not to understand? You put a right-handed pitcher on the mound to start the game, hoping that the Rays would start more left-handed bats. They had five left-handed bats in their lineup. Jay Happ is better against lefties, like most lefties, than he is against righties. The strategy is fine. The problem is, is the execution. And the little secret that probably will be lost on the course of the day is that Jay Happ stunk last night. That's what it has to do with. And the problem is, is the decision was all drawn up to get Jay Happ in the game. Has zero to do with him being used, uh, you know, he's used to being a starting pitcher. Again, explain to me how it's different coming into the game in the second inning, in a clean inning, not in the middle of the inning. That would be different. But coming in, second inning, to start the game. He gave up four runs in two and two-thirds innings. That's what it's about. He can come up with all the excuses and try to label them as non-excuses. But that was the issue. It's not about Davey Garcia, who needed 27 pitches to get through the first inning, and he gave up a run. It's about the Yankees not performing. Every guy that he called on, Boone, last night, outside of Holder and Nick Nelson, gave up runs. So if you want to blame someone other than Jay Happ, that's fine, but it's a lot on Jay Happ. And to me, mostly, and this is the poll question today, who do you mostly blame? I don't even blame mostly Jay Happ, because even as bad as he was, the Yankees had opportunities once again. The Yankees... Offense is their overwhelming advantage in the series. They scored five runs, but four of them was from Giancarlo Stanton. The rest of the lineup came up with one and struck out 17 times in the process. And again, had opportunities late. It was a 5-4 game heading to the fifth. That's within striking distance. 6-4 heading to the sixth. Seventh inning, first and second, nobody out. They don't get any runs. Sanchez, LeMahieu, Judge all strike out. Ninth inning, first and second, nobody out. They got one run. That's who it's on. It's on the lineup. 
The lineup has to come out and perform better tonight. And if they don't, well, then we're going to have plenty of people to blame, not just Jay Happ. That's going to do it for today. Please vote on the poll question. It's up on Twitter. It's at Gordon Damer. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Gordon Damer. And we will be back tomorrow, hopefully after a Yankee win. 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.